Mike check one two one two. What up, man? It's your boy T Woods checking in back for another episode of Words of Woods. If you haven't done this already, make sure you like, comment, subscribe. You know, tell a friend to tell a friend. And on today's episode, man, I haven't seen this person in a minute. You know, we went to school together. Um, you know, a uh, style expert, you know, fashion, fashionista, if I'm saying it right, yes, you know, sir. to say the least, man. Um, I definitely commend her for just being consistent and just putting out content, you know. Um, I can honestly say, you know, I look up to you in a way, you know. I, I am honored. I commend your effort and just, you know, I applaud you for just, you know, putting the work in. That. A I'm lot of people honored. who, you know, who don't create content, they don't know what goes into just... Not- I didn't even know what goes into it. But are we going to get into all that, man? I got to introduce, well, you're going to introduce yourself. Who are you and what brings you here today on Words of Woods? My name is Afi Elizabeth, and I like to call myself a style expert, not a YouTuber, because it's like... So I got it right. Yes. Style expert. Um, I create content on YouTube, such as fashion, um, everyday fashion, uh, hair tutorials, and uh, that's about it. So, um, for the people that don't know you, mm-hmm. give us a little brief summary about who you are, you know, mm-hmm. and you already said, explain what you do and just, how'd you get to the point to where you're doing what you're doing now? Well, it started when I was in fifth grade. Yeah, in fifth grade. Um, we lived in a small town called Proctorville, Ohio. Okay. So I, that's like, I ain't gonna lie to you, I never Exactly. Heard Nobody <laughs> knows where that is. I've never. It's like a tri-state area. So it's like Huntington, West Virginia, and then there's Kentucky, and then there's Ohio. Okay. So it's like, I would say, now it's a little bit of a mixture of black people, but when we lived there, it was like 2% black. So you didn't have a hair salon. <laughs> you didn't have anything black in that area. So, so had I had to it figure out, it out right. myself. So that was at the time where YouTube started, you know, out getting out there. But they weren't really creating hair tutorials or videos, more or like makeup tutorials. Mm-hmm. So I did have those mo- have those moments where you know I'll go to a salon because I we we moved from North Carolina, so okay. I had like those like black black beauty salon book. I don't know if you have any yeah, aunties I know what you're that have about. those things. Yeah. So I would just sit in front of the mirror and I'll just you know try to mimic and try to copy a style. And my background, I have a lot of aunts and cousins who do hair. So I surrounded myself around them. So just by watching and observing, I kind of got into the whole hair. And then from there, I started to watch a lot of TVs, watching commercials. American Next Top Model was one of my favorite shows. So I started watching I that. I confession. I used to watch that. Did you? <laughs> we, look, so we didn't always have cable in my household See? growing up. I remember American X Top Model used to come on the CW Network. I used to watch it Ooh, with my mom. Yeah. That's a confession. Ours, ours was UPN on, in North Carolina. And I used to watch Sex in the City, too. But Did that's you? just another conversation. See, <sighs> all that, just by watching all those shows, it kind of got me into, like, oh, I want to be that. I want to be that. So I started doing more, like, playing with my Barbie's hair and changing their outfits. And I got, I got into fashion like that. And then from there on, I just, I don't know. It just, it just happened. Like it was just one of those things that started as a hobby and then they turned into, let me check out YouTube since everybody's doing it. I remember one time I was laying in bed and I was like, I can do that. Mm -hmm. Like I want people to see what I'm doing so I can do that. So that's just how I got started. Just figuring things out on my own. So I know we went, obviously we went to the same school together, mm-hmm. um, but I know in school you were pursuing like sports broadcasting, I right? Was. So like, what happened with that, man? You, see? I remember I used to see you at the games and stuff when you're reporting thing. I was like, damn, that's cool. Like, I, 
I didn't, I'm not saying I would do it, but I, it, it was interesting to me because it was just like, wow, like, you know, you got to be at the games. You got to, like, know. Mm-hmm. And as a woman, you know, they don't give women they credit don't. as far as knowing about sports I came and up stuff, with a so. lot of deals in that radio station, and yeah. I never got credit for it. I got credit for some of them, but not like, oh, Afi came up with that. All right, so let me ask you this. Before we get into the sports broadcast mm-hmm. and everything like that, so are you a person that, you know, obviously it's you want you want to get credit, you know, mm-hmm. in life in general. But are you like is credit everything to you? Like, you know, is it that serious if you don't get your credit for something that you believe that you deserve when it comes down to getting your credit? It's not that serious, but if I if I'm in a male dominated field, mm-hmm. I would like my credit cuz a lot of people who watch sports think a man knows it all. Mm-hmm. So that to me is like, okay, you didn't know anything when you started. And I'm over here telling you all these stats. I'm telling you about this player. At least let me, you know, be part of the the rewards let, club. Yeah, at least let me be part of the yeah. conversation. Like, give but, me my flowers while I'm here. But if it's like an everyday, I don't really like being the, oh, she did it, she did it. She, yeah. I like to be behind the camera and just sit back. And I know what I did. Mm-hmm. And I know my work. So it's like, okay, let, I'm going to let this person Let the work it. speak for itself. Because yeah, because at the end of the day, they know where the talent is. Like you can mimic anything from somebody else, but mm-hmm. where it actually came from is really different. Does that make sense? And I mean, everybody does certain things different. Mm-hmm. So it's like, okay, if I'm not gonna get my credit, or if you're gonna mimic something that I do, mm-hmm. you're not gonna do it like me. The original. You know, it's, it's just like, it's just, like is. you know, you 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 can have knockoff Louis Vuitton, but it ain't mm-hmm. gonna be the real no. Louis Vuitton. Exactly. You know, you can have knockoff Gucci, but it ain't the real Gucci. Exactly. So. You know, I understand, but, yeah. you know, to get back to what I was saying, you know, asking you just what happened with the sports broadcasting? I know it's just, uh, let's talk about it. I'm still pursuing it, but I'm pursuing it low-key. So did, did, let me ask yeah. you this. Did you lose the passion for it, or it's just kind I, of a... I wouldn't say I lost the passion for it because mm-hmm. I'm a sports person. I've always loved sports, and I still see myself broadcasting sports in the future, but... I feel like I've kind of pivoted towards other things, mm-hmm. especially with quarantine. I didn't want it to just, especially quarantine and graduating kind of got me into like, okay, I don't want to be in one box. I want my income to come from different places, not just the sports field. So with that, it wasn't that, you know, I lost interest. It was just I got into other things like politics, fashion, and sports. So when people look at your resume, it's like, oh, you can do this, you can do that, you can do that. You want to be versatile. Yeah, I want to be that. So with sports, I still like it, but I don't think it's there, like the love of my life yeah. anymore. It's How'd just you get there. into sports? Just growing up, you just, like, I played, did you play sports? I played sports growing okay, up. Okay, what sports um, did you play? I played basketball. Okay. Basketball was my key, but I also played volleyball and I ran track. But with basketball, is is that's where my talent was more. I was more shining. So you're not new to this. You're I'm true not. To that, so. I'm true to okay, that. Okay, so she she knows what she's I talking exactly. about because she's been there. She's played it. She's ran suicides mm-hmm. before. I she have, knows the hard I've work. I've had that one player that always made everybody run, and you just oh, sit there man. and like listen. So you wasn't the player that made everybody run. I mean, I was a player that people didn't like. Okay, why is that? I am very passionate. Okay. So sometimes it comes off very aggressive. So it's like I want you to to succeed at what you're doing. So mm-hmm. if you're missing layups, it's like, bro, what are you doing? Yeah. Like nobody's guarding you. That's We're the fundamentals. Yeah, like, like on, nobody's now. guarding you. I'm, get it together. We get too, it together. Yeah. If you're missing a pass and it's going right past your fingers, you're like, bro, like. So you was the Chris Paul, Patrick Beverly at a team, the person yeah. that, uh, 
Nobody I know might. she going. Yeah. Like, yeah. And the thing about girls basketball is like um, with boys, you can go off on your players off on, on the court and yeah. off the court. You got girls, to cool. you got to be a little bit more with delicate. Girls, yeah, yeah. If you go off on her for missing a layup in the locker room, they're looking at you sideways. Like they're gonna take it personal. They do, and then your whole day is ruined. In school, you just like, dang, maybe I shouldn't have yeah. said what I said. Yeah, it's going to lead, like, in the gym, it's going to lead to outside mm-hmm. the gym. And now it's like, all right, we got beef. And then it goes to Facebook, because, and you just man, like, you didn't have to kiss. I was just trying to hold you accountable right. and get us better. That's all it is. <laughs> right. All right, let me ask you this. How do you feel about, um, you know, obviously being a woman in sports, you know? Um, how do you feel about, I've seen lately that a lot of women are becoming, like, coaches. A lot mm-hmm. of women are, you know, being refs in, you know, professional leagues, like, NFL, NBA, and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. How do you feel about that? Just you know, um, women in sports just evolving. And I want to ask you too. You probably seen this just about the whole NCA tournament controversy, yes. you know, with oh the weight, God, with the locker room me. and stuff. So, um, how do you feel about that? You know, um, you already said you know women don't get the credit they deserve and that. they don't get treated how they should. How do you feel overall? So your just, first question: How I feel about women leading in sports. I feel great. I really do feel great. And I also feel kind of, I don't know, my anxiety builds up a little bit because we tend to look down on women when it comes to coaching a men's basketball team. Mm -hmm. So when it comes to women and men, we look at it like it's not the same. So there's no way you can bring what you learn on the girl's side to the men's side. And that to me is like, okay, what kind of sports are you watching? But overall, I feel great. I'm actually, like, inspired because that actually motivates me to actually pursue my broadcasting uh, career, Mm -hmm. whether it's ESPN, whether it's whatever sports it is. It makes me want to not just stick to basketball but also stick with go with football, know my games, and and really do study. Because if you got women, a woman coach in the NFL league, and then you have a woman coach in an NBA league, like that tells you, like you can't just you be can stuck. Do it. Yeah, you can do anything. Like you really, you can do it. <laughs> you really can. You really can. And then the second question was uh, the NCAA tournament. That itself kind of irritated me when I saw it. Like I was it's one of those fair. people. It wasn't. I actually had an argument with uh, one of my friends. I don't know why they brought this up. It came to the wrong person, but they mentioned um, how. They don't see the difference why we are arguing about this because girls don't lift weights. But really, it's like, have you seen some of these girls on the basketball team? Yeah. Like, some of them don't even see themselves as women. Like, how can you give us, like, these little tiny dumbbells and then you go to the men's side and then you want to argue saying that, oh, we don't have enough space. Well, you just gave the entire gym to the guys. Like, yeah. that's and I've seen it. They show like, it was so much empty, open space Man. that they didn't utilize. And it didn't just carry to that. It also carried to the food. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, yeah, i seen the I was food. Like, like, really? Like, Looked like where they were in the bubble. And I've actually <laughs> lived to that point where I'm like, yeah, it happens. It really does happen. Like, if you play female sports, women's sports, you actually get a chance to witness that. Like, when we played college tournaments, because I also, like, well, high school, you go into the college stadiums and you play term, but high school tournaments, you actually do see the difference with the men's tournaments and the females' tournaments. First, with the crowds. That itself, it's a whole different game, mm-hmm. which made me really dislike playing women's basketball at some points because it was like, well, we're 
playing all this, you know, we're doing all this practice. But when it comes to games time, game time, nobody's there. Yeah. So it's like, dang, like, what <laughs> was going on? But we attend every guy's basketball game. So that to me was like, listen, it's, this is not the first time I've seen it happen. I've seen it happen plenty of times. So it's, it just irritates me that we're now in 2020, just when we had Kobe Bryant being the leader for all this, he passes away. Yeah. And we're back to square one. I wouldn't say we're back to square one, but it's just. So do you think in the future it gets better? Or do you think it gets worse? I feel like it will get better. It depends on who is there to help us get what we need to get. Yeah, I feel like it takes that one person um, to really step up mm-hmm. and um, be the face and the you know the person that's determined. I believe, you know, obviously, you know, women are going to continue to you know put it out there that you know we need help, we need assistance, yeah. we need more light and. Whatever it is that we may be going through, but I believe it takes a strong like man that's respected in the sports community to step up and to you know change things. And that was one reason why I really I respected Kobe Bryant because it was like he didn't really. It's not that he did it for his daughter, but he all well kind of. But then again, he also looked at the entire like you know what is there that's making us different. We have lacks lack of is there's lack of support in the men's basketball in the men's in the women's basketball team than there is men's basketball team. When you talk about advertisement, when you talk about crowds, when you talk about their salary, like I understand when females when it comes to physical well being, I guess we're not as strong as men. Yeah, we're not out there dunking everything. We're not dunking, so. but we're still working as hard like a woman can go home to and carry not carry but you go home and you cater to your family and then you got to go back and work out your body take your body through process that you can't even do if you come out of pregnancy it's just yeah no that's that's one thing i really do respect like man you gotta still be a mother and then if you're a professional athlete as well and you gotta do all of that and like still like Man, I commend it for sure. And it's it just, just like, it does suck, though, like, you know, say if you do get pregnant, you got to, like, miss out on the season. Yeah. Or, you know, that, that does suck. Just getting your body back yeah. into or how yeah. it was, it's even harder for that. But then you're talking about women should, shouldn't be treated the same. It's just like, really? Yeah. Well, I hope it gets better. <laughs> maybe maybe they need you to be at the forefront in the face just to... You know. I don't know. I have when it comes to basketball, my anger's. <laughs> uh, you got a temper problem. I, yes, it's wow. like I don't know. Like it's gonna take a lot for me to be like. So you was the player getting texts. No, the, I wasn't oh, actually. Wasn't I was that text. quiet player, but okay. when it came to the game, I was loud. Okay. So it wasn't like you know that person that bad mouth is coach. Like I had my moments where like I'll say underneath my breath. Yeah. But I was but still wasn't respectful. Outright disrespectful. Yeah, I was still respectful because okay. I knew somewhere somebody's watching. So that was just me. Okay. All right. Well, <laughs> hey, we'll who knows? Who knows? But all right, let's talk about fashion. Um, what intrigued you about fashion? What was that very moment that you knew like fashion is just something that I'm? I mean, I, I love to talk about. Yeah. I love to make content about. I'm just. I, I like to just style myself, and I want to inspire to style others to, you know, step their fashion up. Being around my mom. Okay. Um, I grew up, well, I got to take you back. 
All right, let's take us back. Take us take back. Let back. me take, take me back to the roots. With so, I was born in Congo. Okay. And when I was about a year or something, my dad came here in the United States to finish school. So I grew up with my mom. So like everything that I did was with my mom. So I, I she had this like little mini shop where she sold clothes and she did her little fashion things. And I always observed how she put things together. And then they bought me this little small little Barbie. And that's when I just started to like just mimic people, people watch. And I'll start dressing my Barbies and just enjoying the idea of you can actually be creative with clothes, the art of clothes. Mm-hmm. Am I making sense? No, you're making sense. So that, for me, was how I started. And then to get where I am now is just, I just like to look good. I feel like your first impression is a big deal for me. First impressions are everything. Yeah, so for me, that's that's something that I, f- I look, okay, I look at, because I'm a Christian, so I look at my body as a temple. So it's like I want when somebody looks at me like, you look put together. Because you you wouldn't want to attend a church that's like messy because yeah. you like papers everywhere. So that's how I look at my body, and that's where fashion came in place. It's like, okay, I want to style. If I want to look good, I have to visualize myself as a temple of Christ. How would you want to represent Christ? You want to dress good. You want to smell good, you know? So that's how I got it. And then when you think about first impressions, too, it's like you never know who you might Mm -hmm. see that day. So you got to look sharp. You got to be on point. It took me a while. Like, it kind of, like, fell off the cliff when we moved to uh, Proctorville because Proctorville is a country. And when you surround yourself, because when we came from North Carolina, when you come from a city, and not just that, a more diverse place, elementary school, little girls come into school with like little mini heels and they're going to class. You have sixth graders who just like you see on TV where like, you know, them, I don't want to say a hood, but the, the public schools where you have girls wearing heels, that's how it was North Carolina. So being well-dressed was a big deal. So when I moved to Proctorville, it was like being surrounded by people who woke up and just went to school, sweatpants. I kind of got into that behavior of waking up going to school with sweatpants yeah. and then when I came to Dayton it was like you can't do that because Dayton high school well I went to Stebbins so it's kind of like they still had that moments but they also had girls who looked good in school so I had to pick myself back up it was like you never know who you will meet along the way and people literally judge you based off of what you wear they so judge you, you off your appearance yeah when you come to school with sweatpants like when you come well-dressed, you know, there's some girls that be, like, coming next to you, like, hey, how are you doing? What are you doing? It can spark a conversation. It does. It can put you in a, like, you know, it's so crazy. It can make you feel good about yourself, too. When you yeah, look when you, when you look, look good. good, you feel good, and it's just, it shows. Like, when you just put on anything, like some sweat, and it's just like, all right, obviously, you walking, man, don't talk. I hope nobody's talked to me today. Yeah. I'm not trying to be bothered, none of that. But when you wake up, like, oh, man, I'm killing yeah. the day with this outfit. And in my culture, you have to look good. Mm-hmm. My parents raised us in a way where, like, even if you're going to Walmart, I want you to put on some nice jeans, some nice shoes, and a clean shirt, and you better iron that shirt. Like, oh, <laughs> you're man. not walking Gotta out Gotta iron house. your clothes, man. Y'all be yeah. out here weekly, man. Like, iron your clothes, like, please. Just a couple of days ago, this happened Sunday. My mom was, help, she was asking me to help her cook. 
And I went upstairs. I'm like, okay, let me take off my nice dress and put on, you know, regular slacks. And they were wrinkled. And she made me go back upstairs and iron them. Mm. So it's like, it's just my, where I was raised. Like, you can't just walk out the house just like that. You're going to wear sweatpants. Them sweatpants better look nice. They better look fitted. Even mm-hmm. if they're not brands, I need to see that they were folded nicely, that you just, it's like your first time wearing them. Mm-hmm. So that's that's just how I was raised, too. So, But that's a good thing, though. Like, I, pe- some people, like, nah, why you, like, some people might consider that doing too much, but mm. that's how you were raised, and that, that's how you are. I feel like people should be like that. Like, not everybody's going to care. Not yeah. everybody's, like, into, like, fashion and whatnot, but... Like you got to represent yourself, and yes. not only are you representing yourself, you represent your family. Mm-hmm. You represent if you have a boyfriend, if you have a girlfriend, you're representing them. How you look, just your overall appearance, it, and you know you represent yourself. It always bugs me when people are like, you know, I'm not dressing up to please people. It's not about do it for it, yourself. Yeah, it's not about <laughs> pleasing people. It's about how you see yourself. If you see yeah. yourself as a woman is of value, you would dress like a woman of value. If you see yourself as a CEO of something, you would dress like a CEO because you never know who you might bump into. Like the person that might change your life that for the, the the person that might change your life might be the person you might bump into Walmart at Walmart. So it's like if you bump into that person at Walmart and, and they come to your work, yeah, way, they just, they come yeah. to your work and they don't know that you work there. It's like dang, that's. That's how, well, she don't look like that when I I first saw her. So for me, it's always like, I have to make sure that, especially when you, when you're showcasing fashion, Mm -hmm. when you're talking about fashion, people wait to see how do you look like off camera. They want to see you slip Mm -hmm. one time. They just want (laughs) to catch you slipping one time. They want to know if you got holes in your socks, what's going on. It's like. Throw away them socks with them holes, man. Please. <laughs> Literally. Please throw away the socks with those. But, yeah, they want to catch you slipping Literally. one time. And you can't You got to stay even. consistent and persistent. There are days where you just want to, like, go to Walmart and not care. But, you, like, as soon as I step, I'm like, yeah, let me go back. Yeah. Because, like you said, you literally good. never know who you might run never into. Know. man. Like we said, first impressions are everything. So, everything. Um, you know, you're doing the fashion. You know, you're putting out content and all that. So you kind of talked about this when I asked you, you know, tell me about yourself and whatnot. But, you know, to um, get back to that, you know, anybody can just style themselves. But Mm -hmm. in order for you to have the confidence to make content, to teach other people, okay, this is how you can pair this up and this is how you can do this. This is something that hey, you might not know that you could do when it comes to just styling certain things. You know, you you talked about, you know, just growing up where you grew up and, you know, living where you live, Mm. and they didn't have, like, any content like that, you know. But a lot of people wouldn't have the courage to, okay, I'm going to get on YouTube and I'm going to put out this content because I commend anybody who puts out content because it takes confidence to be able to record yourself, Mm. edit the video, and then be like, okay, sin and just... And keep going even when you feel like people are not watching. That's oh, man, the that's worst. the biggest thing. For me, it's like you you might, like, you make a video and you're like, this is it. This is the one. And then you upload it, you're like, I thought this was the Nobody one. Nobody <laughs> watched it. Oh, trust me, I know it. I know it. <laughs> but it's just, you know, what keeps you going to, you know, you might have those moments like that. What keeps you going to be like, all right, you know what? Even if people aren't watching right now, I'm going to still stay consistent because, like I said, I commend you on your consistency. Thank it's you. something I need to work on. You know, you, you constantly uploading, you constantly putting out content to Instagram, mm-hmm. you know, and whatever um, else platform you use to put out content. 
you're being consistent. And a lot of people, they may put something out and they fall off or they put something out once a month or something like mm-hmm. that. People can respect consistency. So what keeps you going and what keeps your drive <laughs> to be consistent? What keeps me going is what I have envisioned for myself. And what what would that may be if you, if you don't mind sharing um, us? I see more than just YouTube. Okay. Um, I see me being a brand or a face of a brand or, you know, one day creating my own brand. So I'm using YouTube as an outlet for me to show people, like, it's not, for me, it's not necessarily about the numbers. It's more about who I can reach. So I have this, like, this, this thing where I tell myself, even if it's one person, to me, that's enough. You know, so the thing that gets me going is that idea of you're creating content. And most people, when they create content, they think about the engagement. But when I'm creating content, I'm thinking about that one girl who didn't have, who doesn't have a mentor, who needs help with how to look appropriate for her age. Am I answering your question? Nah, yeah, I feel like perfectly. I'm like, keep yeah. going, keep going. Yeah, and I'm looking at that one person who doesn't have a sibling, who doesn't have a mom who can guide her to a direction that she needs to go in life. Mm-hmm. So just just having that idea of, okay, let me rewind that real quick. I like to people watch. So I do too. I, <laughs> I admit it, I do too. I like to people watch. I'm so. very observant. Like mm-hmm. I will, Whether a person knows it or not, I'm going to just observe your habits and just kind of yeah. see how you move and maneuver. And I'm a firm believer of, you know, um, you're going to make mistakes in life. Mm, yeah. But you don't always have to make, like you can watch somebody else mm-hmm. and like see what they're doing and realize, okay, I shouldn't do that. Because if yeah. I do that... And it's going to lead to that. So why even put myself in position? Some people are like, hey, you got to go through it to learn from it. No, I'm going to just yeah, watch you yeah. and see you do I something. That I encourage everybody yeah. to people watch. Like, my dad thinks it's weird. I think it's, like, no, the best thing you can I'll do. I'll be at the mall yourself. somewhere like, or somewhere eating, and I'm going to just people <laughs> just watch. Just people like, watch. And, all right, so, like, this is random, too. When I'm people watching, I kind of, like, just envision and picture, like, how their life is mm-hmm. on a day-to-day basis. It's like, okay, dang, i just seen this person. I'm probably never going to see them again. Like, I wonder what they do. I wonder what they do. Like, are they a good person? They may be a serial serial killer. This person looks so happy. They may only have one day to live. But do you know what's crazy? When people watch, it's like when I see like this person just everything they got on just off. I be thinking, I wonder if their house is clean. Like that's just me. Uh, Like, because I feel like if 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 this person looks this nice or this person looks this off, I wonder if they did their bed. Like it's just weird. I have crazy thoughts. But back to what I was saying, I like to people watch. So my idea of, like, what gets me going is when I watch somebody or if I'm at a job interview for something and I see what you have on, I'm like, yeah, she doesn't know that it's not appropriate to wear this Mm -hmm. at a job interview. Or (laughs) you're wearing an outfit that you wore at the club to a professional setting or at church. So for me, it's like I want people to know that, you know, there are certain places where you can look good and still represent yourself as a respectful woman am I making sense or I don't know it's just it's just the idea of helping a woman who never grew up with that mentor Mm -hmm. is what keeps me going I don't really have a um a I want to live the best life for myself I just like 
helping someone because I didn't grow up with an older sister. So most of my how did I do it or how did I get where I am now is is just by watching those who had an older sister. But now that I have a little sister, I've observed that she watches me. So it's like I use her as my motivation to teach her the things that I wasn't taught when I was growing up her age. So it's like. And it's crazy you brought that up, too, because I'm the only child. So, you know, it's certain stuff you can ask your parents about, but mm-hmm. not having that big brother or s- big sister that I can, like, go to about certain mm-hmm. stuff, I kind of had to learn on my own. So that just had me just in the house YouTube and just random stuff yeah. trying to figure it out. And it's crazy that you said that, like, you know, being that mentor that a person may not have, mm-hmm. you know, by watching your videos and just looking at learning day-to-day stuff. And, you know, it's so crazy. YouTube, like, I've learned so much off YouTube Literally, that, like, yes. I wouldn't even have known about just off the strength of me typing in a few questions. And I say this all the time, too. If you have a question or you want to learn about something, man, Google and YouTube is Your free. Like, friend. it's free. Like, you can literally learn anything you want to but off of I, YouTube. You can learn how to fix something. You can learn how to do this and that. I guarantee you, anything that you're thinking right now, you learn on YouTube. Type in in YouTube and put a question mark at the end. It's mm-hmm. gonna be videos popping up. You search and figure out what you want to look at, like, and I it's get, right there. Like. I get questions all the time, like, how do you edit? Like, I had somebody DM me. Can you teach me how to edit? Mm-hmm. And you don't want to come off rude because those people watch your videos. So it's like, just go to YouTube. You don't want to do that. Yeah. So, like, I'm more of a, I'll tell you a little bit, and I'm like, here's the link to where mm-hmm. I learned. Because everything that I learned is from YouTube. All these, like, weird cuts that I do when I, in my videos, it's mm-hmm. from YouTube. So I feel like, I don't know, because I'm a content creator, people feel like they get too lazy to want to So I can admit, I'm lazy too. <laughs> um, I was supposed to been like, look at this Photoshop and, you know, Adobe, like, program on YouTube, but mm-hmm. it was like three hours long and I'm like I'm not sitting and watching no three hour long video but then if I ask somebody like oh how did it that could have been in that video but I was just being too lazy to not watch that's the crazy thing like so you you mentioned you mentioned the photoshop thing I do photography and I and I edit as well but when it comes to watching things I'm one of those people I don't read instructions Mm -hmm. I figure it out as I go Uh so like if I download like Adobe Photoshop I'm very curious to point like I would just keep clack clicking. <laughs> As I'm clicking, I'm like, no, nah, yeah, just seeing like, okay, like, what does this oh, do? What does this okay. do? If I get stuck somewhere, then I'll be like, okay, I may need to. I might need, need help. Let Google me go this. and check it out. Mm-hmm. And if I do go on Google and I'm like, I see that you wrote a big paragraph, I'm like, uh, let me just go back and try to figure it out yep. until like something breaks up, breaks down, and then that's why I'm like, okay, mm-hmm. let's let's just sit down. And watch it's so funny because, um, like I said. Anything you want to learn or know how to do, it's literally, you just Google it or mm-hmm. you can just ask social media, hey, I do this yesterday, last night. So I don't, I've never um, opened up TikTok. Really? Yesterday was, yesterday was You're my- You're missing out. Look, no, but look, I just downloaded it yesterday and I made a profile. So hopefully I don't get addicted because everybody says- Oh my God. Everybody says once you download TikTok, you'll get addicted. Um, but yeah, I just made an account and finally opened up the app. 
I've been had it like you know downloaded, but I've never opened it up and got on there. I mean, you but have um, not even seen that one. Your friends haven't sent you like not one. TikTok. I mean, no, I see TikToks all the time, like on Instagram and Twitter and all that. Oh, but I you haven't just like violated. Yeah, I what? haven't been on TikTok on Instagram. Yeah, I haven't been on there. Oh, but I was saw, last night. I was trying to figure out because um, I see like videos that people repost on Instagram, Twitter, all that. Mm-hmm. Like you know, say for instance, you're like it's like screen recording. But you're looking at your screen, but you're, it's your face, and you're, like, reacting to, like, whatever's on the screen. You yeah. know, you, I don't know if you know what I'm talking about. It's, like, yeah, green, the green, screen. Like green screen. Really. So I didn't know it was called green screen or whatever. So I'm trying to figure out, like, can somebody please help me? How do you do this? Because I want to start doing that. Like, I what think, did you call it before? Uh, so what was the – I probably <laughs> deleted it. Let me see. Let me see what I – I hope you didn't ask your friends, like, hey, what's that I said, what's the filter on here that lets you record your screen, but it shows your face like you're reacting to the screen? I be seeing people do TikToks like this. I said, somebody please help me. But, uh, yeah, I said that. But no, you You know, broke it down into a definition. I like that. Because, I mean, I I had to get in as as detailed as possible. And, side note, if you're on YouTube or if you're on Google, get as detailed as possible with your questions because it may be that one little chunk uh, boom! That's like when you're trying to search for a song and you're. That's to that's out how the people find you on YouTube, actually, with the description box. Like people overlook the description box. So I like, need to get a little bit more detail. Yeah, the so, so that's how all half of some of my videos went viral because, like, when people type on Google, they do exactly what you did. So if you write down in your description box, I'm making a video of like, let's say, for instance, I do I did a hair tutorial. I'm like, okay, this video is about how to put your hair in a ponytail with thick hair, natural hair, kinky hair, whatever. When somebody's typing it and they press enter, your video will pop up because of what you listed in the description box. Wow. It's not necessarily what's the title matters. So title title is big. Oh yeah, I, I but, learned title and thumbnail matters mm-hmm. and you know, but the description box is what really gets Google to put your videos out there when somebody does type it on Google. I didn't know that. So you learn something new every day. <laughs> you just learn something. You didn't know that either. You watching this? You didn't know that. You didn't know that. But yeah, like, so, I, you know, it's so crazy. I didn't know mm-hmm. what to do, blah, blah. I got on TikTok, though. And I just was, boom, boom. It said green screen. So I was like, wow. Tell me right there. Green did screen. You, did you record anything? I didn't record it on TikTok. I went on Instagram and got the app green screen. But oh. yeah, I haven't made my TikTok debut yet. You know, I'm mean, TikTok not, can get very. They're exciting. not ready for. Do you create content on TikTok? I try, but I'm not as consistent as okay. I am on Instagram. Okay. Like I've created a few, and a few went viral. But just being consistent. I'm just. It's work, I'm just man. not don't a everywhere platform type of person, yeah. and. I have my sister-in-law. She's my manager. I know you talked about that earlier. You don't have like man. Everybody <laughs> got managers but me. If you man, soon come, man, soon she come. She has. She she's the one that because she graduated with a business major and she loves the whole analytics thing. She loves searching for stuff like that. And she gave me an advice. She was like, "I think you need to expand. You need to get on TikTok. It's hot right now." And I try to get on TikTok, but it's like I get overwhelmed with too much mm-hmm. i'm so used to creating on youtube and then i have to you know figure out my i can't post the same thing i post on youtube on instagram Very i have true. to figure out a way to get people engaged on what i posted on Very youtube true. and then you want me to switch up and then go on tiktok i've had 
some videos on TikTok that went viral, but it's like, you just have to be consistent. Mm-hmm. And I'm not at that level because I have a blog and then I have a website and then I style on the side and then I have a YouTube. That's just too much for me. It's I just a lot can't. Of work. It's a lot of work. I, I, just I, can't. I shouldn't, but I neglect Facebook. I'm not on Facebook. I'm not active on there. See. I need to be on Facebook. Everybody keeps telling me that, but it's just like, it I'm depends. already trying to figure out Instagram, Twitter. I'm still, you know, posting you stuff have, on wait, Snapchat. You, say, you don't have a Facebook? I do have a you Facebook, have but I'm not active. Like, I don't that. post. The last time I posted something on Facebook probably was like a year ago. Like, I'm not active on Facebook. And, See, um, I'm people, not either. I'm just, for me, Facebook is a family thing. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's a family thing. But, like, but yeah. you know, it's just, it's that's still another platform that can get you reached out by, who you know. It is. So. It's just, I don't, see, I'm African. That's yeah. a whole different place right there. Like, mm-hmm. I don't want no uncle from Paris calling my parents. Like, you see what your daughter did? Like, Man, they, they're nosy. So you know, it's like that's, a whole different. That's kind of where I'm at with it about my content, too. It's just like certain content that I put out. I don't want to have to explain myself or yeah, why. Like, I'm like, grown. Like, I don't need to, like, you know. And it's just you got those certain people that aren't on Instagram or yes, Twitter. And, and you know. African, Africans, I hate, I'm African, but it's like they see They're a little bit college, more strict. Yes, they see college as if you're not a lawyer, if you're not a doctor, if you're not an engineer, what else can you be in life? Mm-hmm. So because, A, I'm like, my parents are a little bit more Americanized. So because... I didn't pursue the medical field career. I started off as a biology major. And then, you know how, like, freshman year is, you get to get into the intro classes. So when I got into the intro classes, I had, I think it was mass media, or media studies as one of my intro classes. And I already knew that I wanted to be in front of camera. That's that's me. I'm a talkative person. I'm pretty sure you're tired of me right now. <laughs> oh, hey, you came here to talk. Uh, you know I don't mind a good conversation. So when I when I got into that class, I was like, "This is me. This is I feel comfortable. I know this is me." Mm-hmm. So just by switching my major, it's already. Uh, uh, oh, she's a communication. She, why don't she pursue something that gives her money that makes her money? Yep. So and then on top of that, you graduate with a communication major which my parents are very supportive. So it's like, because they know that I'm trying to, you know, get into the whole broadcasting field. So for other people, it's like, she graduated with a communication major. What's she going to do with that? Yeah. And then they see you on YouTube? Yeah. Like, you wasting life right now, sweetheart. Yeah. I need you to go into medical medicines or something. Go law school. Mm-hmm. So it's like, for me, when I post content, I have this, I'm very clear on who I want to see my videos so i have like aunties that i have on a block list (laughs) sorry mom but i have my aunties on my block list and i have uncles on my block list and i'm just like before i post this let me go to my little block list and select (laughs) who i want to see so i'm just not as active on facebook like that because of that reason right there but i learned too man it's just you can't let anybody um tell you what to do with your life Mm -hmm. you know um obviously be respectful you know, um, don't get me wrong, be respectful, but you only got one life to live. So you want to be happy mm-hmm. living the life that you, you, you know, you were blessed with. So it would be a detriment to me and I would be miserable if I was trying to be somebody I wasn't, if I was trying to do things to please other people when mm-hmm. I'm not pleasing myself first. Like, like I said, you have one life to live. So why would I want to do things that I'm not passionate in? And that's how why I would know. I want to like 
be involved in things that don't interest me when I have one life to live. Mm-hmm. We all want money and all that, you know, we all want success, but in reality, we want true happiness. Like, we want to be able to be happy doing what we do mm-hmm. and, you know, make a good career out of it. Um, and you can't do that. Like, say if you went that route, you know, pursuing a medical field, you would have been miserable. You're getting I, good money, but you're not genuinely happy. My dad was actually the one that noticed that. He was like, like, he, he had this thing where it irritated me because he kept on asking me the same thing. Like, are you sure you want to be a doctor? And I'm always like, yeah, dad, like I grew up around my mom's a nurse. So it's like I grew up around the whole medicine, medical stuff. It's like my first little Barbie doll had a little doctor thing. I'm like, yeah, I want to be a doctor. But the more he started to ask me that, like when I go to school, I'm always like, the classes are boring for me. (laughs) I don't think I could sit here another hour or another minute just reading, looking. I love biology, but seeing myself consistently at the hospital and not being able to enjoy my life was what was actually draining for me. Like not even having the career, not starting the career was already stressful for me. So when I actually made a decision, cause I remember when I switched to communication studies, I started off with mass communication at Sinclair. And then when I came to Rice State, I guess, no, I don't know what happened. When I came to Rice, no, I started off off with communication studies thinking that it was mass communication because Sinclair didn't have it. So when I came to Rice State, I was still under communication studies, but I'm thinking it's in the broadcasting field. Mm -hmm. So I took all my classes at Sinclair and gave, they gave me the credit for communication studies, liberal arts. But to go into the broadcasting field, they're like, you don't have enough credit for this. So it kind of made me, it pushed me into a freshman when I'm actually a sophomore going into yeah, a junior. Man. Whole yeah. college politics. Yeah, and so just, just how like, that works is just, oh, that's a whole nother conversation. So when I switched my major, I didn't tell my parents because I thought it was going to be like this like disappointment. Like, just, why is she not in a medical yeah. field? Because my brother graduated under their medicine. Oh, man. So it was like, yeah. So I was like, oh my gosh, what am I going to tell? I'm going to tell. So I went home and I was like, uh, I'm a communication major now. And that was like months after the semester was over. It's like, what? And my dad heard that. He was like, really? I'm like, oh, I didn't think you guys would be happy. Hey, so it's just all that's about good that they just support pursuing you. yourself. No, that's good that they support you for sure. Yeah. All right, you know, um, to wrap things up, though, I have to ask you this. Um, obviously, you create content to help people. Mm-hmm. So there may be a person out there right now that's watching this video. You know, they're lost. They're trying to figure it out. Um, they're going through it. Life is just taking a toll on them. Mm-hmm. They're ready to give up. You know, they're losing hope. What is something that you could tell that person right now, you know, um, to uplift them? You know, just some some words of encouragement for anybody watching. I would say, one, don't lose hope. That's important. Um, you can't. Fear, I can only speak speak off of my experience. So for me, I had those moments where, like, I felt like, you know, where is this going to go? I don't know how far this will go. There were days where I'm like, let me just stop because I feel like it's not going to go anywhere. But when I look at my goals and I look at my dreams, like, I write things down for myself. So when I look at those notebooks that I write things down, 
it reminds me of why I started. Like, I have a purpose. So if you're at a point in your life where you feel like it's not moving, nothing is moving, nothing is... It's, it's stagnant. It's, yeah. You're running in place. Go back to your purpose. Learn, know why you wanted to do it and why you get happy when you are doing whatever it is that you're doing. So me, my purpose was I see myself being a face of a brand. I see myself being that mentor that some females never had or women never had. My sister hates when I say females. Man, I've been doing that <laughs> a lot lately too, man. I try to correct and fix myself yeah, these days. Like, but It's women, okay. Yeah. I see myself being that mentor. So it's like I can't stop now because it's like I've already had those uh, people that follow me on Instagram that message me. On days where I feel like man, I'm not doing anything, they're like, it. yeah, they're like, man, you yeah. are really, like, helping. Like, I really love your personality, Facts. and I really like what you do. And it's like, you're thinking to yourself, just man. because the numbers are not showing, people you're not doing anything, they, they but people are you. seeing you. So my advice wow. would be, don't give up. If it's YouTube, YouTube is a process. It's a long-time process. It's not something that happens overnight. So if you are trying to do something just because it's trending, cause yeah. I think YouTube is like a trend right now. Oh, it's definitely so a trend it's like right now. Everybody thinks, you know, just because they do something, let me go on YouTube. And <coughs> later on the path, the long, later on <laughs> along the way, um, I feel like that trend is going to fall off. And the people that are really passionate about what they do are the people that's going to stay on there. So definitely don't look at what you're going through right now. Think about where you want to go. Because right now it's just temporary. What you're feeling is temporary. Your downfalls are temporary. If you stay with what you're trying to do, whatever you're trying to do will come. Hopefully that answers. Sometimes I'll be talking, I'm like, are you making sense? You you made perfect sense. I'm going to throw my little (laughs) two cents in there. Um, let the let the bad days and the good days like kind of level out because I, mm-hmm. I I can so I can speak for me as well. Um, I'll have good days, you know, where I'm getting good response and good feedback. You know, yeah. people proud of me. You know, boom, I'm, I'm feeling good. You know, um, I'm on cloud nine. And then the days where I'm discouraged and I'm doubting myself, it just feels like none of the good ever happened, and it's mm-hmm. like. It's like, dang, like, um, should I stop doing what I'm doing? Why am I feeling like this? Am I wasting my time? All this and that. But just yesterday, you were on cloud nine feeling good. Yeah. So it's like, you can't, like, it has to be a, you have to realize that there are going to be some bad days and there are going to be good days. But you can't let the bad days, like, get to the point to Damn. where, like, you're Literally. fully down. Like, it happens to everybody. You have bad days. Some I have bad days. Some people don't even see it. Like, they, they just see the outcome of something. They exactly. see, like, that video. They're like, oh, my gosh, you did good. But behind the screen, you don't know how many times I've cried. Like, you don't know how many times I'm like, how is this ever going to happen? Like, yeah. even if I do get emails from brands, it's like, it's like, what? You just had an email. You talking about you can't do it. Like, what's going on? Like, mm-hmm. so there's been times where I'm editing the video. My computer crashed a couple times. Man, like, All right, I quit. Oh I'm not gosh. doing this no more. Like, I, it's not that I'm, I that give up. That can really ruin your whole entire mood. It can like, ruin your whole especially mood. Especially when you delete something by mistake. Oh, man. It's like, dang. But for me, I look at, because people say um, you go viral overnight. I don't think. You will go viral overnight, but... In some cases. But my thing is, 
the people that go viral overnight, you don't know how many videos they pushed out before they went viral overnight. That's true. So I look at, there's an artist, Lizzle. That's her name? Yeah. She, people don't know that she's been on YouTube for almost 13 years, and she's just now hitting fame. So you can't sit there and you say, my life is not changing. You're, you know, Your change might be the next day. So the day that you quit, that next day might have been your, your hit. No. So that's how I look at it every day when I wake up. It's like when I'm about to quit, I'm like, I can't quit because tomorrow might have been, you know, that day where my page is exploded. blew up. Yeah. So if I quit and I miss, because I, I remember I gave myself a year off YouTube when I started in 2015 because I felt that way. I'm like, I'm creating content. Everybody's creating the same thing. So what makes me different? Even though I knew I was unique in my own ways, it's like what makes me different? And then just because I left for a whole year, when I think back, I'm like, that whole year, something might have happened. You could have been going hard and yeah, something would have happened. Happen. And now I'm looking back, I'm like, I can only push forward. I can't look back anymore. So I just have to keep going. So my advice would be just keep going. Don't give up. Stay consistent. Consistency is something that would drain you. But if you have a reason why you do it and you have a passion for what you do and you don't do it just because of the hype, or you don't do it, you don't do it because the fame, it will come. What's for you will be for you. It doesn't matter how old you are. What's for you will be for you. Oh, man. Y'all better listen to her. She's <laughs> speaking facts. She's definitely speaking facts. I appreciate you, you know, for stopping by Words of Woods. Long time me. no see. Um, before you get out of here, where can people follow you out on social media? Um, where can they, you know, subscribe to you on YouTube? You or any type of content that you put out, where can they follow you at? Okay, so my YouTube, I focus on fashion and hair tutorials. I'm starting to get into vlogs, so you can definitely find me on there at Afi, A-F-I, period, no, Afi Elizabeth. Afi Elizabeth, A-F-I, Elizabeth. And then for Instagram, you can find me at Afi, period, Elizabeth. And uh, we also do photography, so that's lens with action and videography, so... You can find me on those three platforms. I have another platform. Hey, keep going. <laughs> for hey, my promote <laughs> it. Promote it. For my fashion consultant page where I style people, I recently created a page for that, which is Style by Afi Elizabeth. And then I'm about to launch my own clothing line pretty soon. Oh, that's dope. So, yeah, I've been working on that, and that's Afi Elizabeth Collection. Everything is on my Instagram, so if you just go on my Instagram, you will find all that link. Good jazz in there. Hey, she's a busy woman. I'm happy she came here today. Hey, sound pretty busy. She sounds pretty busy. I've I've always wanted to be on here. I see people be on here. I'm like, dang, when am I going? When is it going to be my turn? It happened today. I know. We made history today. I kept pushing. I got her in here before she gets to Hollywood. I tell people that all the time. (laughs) I like to get y'all in here before y'all blow up. Each person that comes and sits right there, I have so much respect and I believe in them so much. I'm like, hey, I'll get them in here before they blow up. So hopefully they don't never forget me and I should be in good with everybody. That's how I feel. But that's that's normally. Listen, when I blow, I'm like, go to that guy. Hey man, come to me. Come sit down. Let's have a conversation. But I definitely real. appreciate you. you. Know you stopping by. You know, best of luck to you and all your thank future you. endeavors. Thank you, thank um, you. make sure y'all like, comment, subscribe, tell a friend to tell a friend. You know, this was a good episode, man. I hope y'all learned a lot from today's episode. Um, until next time, see you later.